right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast 140. We are your hosts, Phil and Darren. Today is April 27, 2016 even. What is going on, old man? How are you? Do you have your um your 64 ounces of hot deliciousness? That is your soup bowl? Yes, you do. Look at that. That is ridiculous. Oh, man. So good. I can't even describe... 140 dude do you do you need a do you need a moment and 40 i always need a moment but yeah. uh yeah i'm pretty excited i feel like even though 140 isn't like 200 or 500 or whatever it's still a milestone we've done a lot of podcasts anyway i'm doing well i'm excited that we're here we are again it's wednesday yeah yeah it's, it's another week down it's been nice getting back onto a normal stream schedule especially for the podcast and you know one thing that I'll, I'll let everyone else out there if you didn't know one of the things that i used to what me and daddy or mommy used to argue about whatever you want to look at it was the podcast turnaround and the one thing i will say is even though i did enjoy the editing it took up a lot of time and that's one thing i like about the streamcast uh like we do right now i think it's I think it was a good move. Honestly, it's just better not to talk about it because the more you make me think about the fact that these go out unedited, the more, you know. Do, do I say um enough? Um, <laughs> um, for those that don't know, li re-listen to the ones he edited, he removed all the ums. Every single one. It was like an hour well, podcast, hour, two hours of podcast, and he would remove every single um. Not just the ums, but anything that I deemed unprofessional. Is that? That's... I totally prefer. Not I get it. Setting I mean, setting the bar high. It's nice. It's nice. But uh, anyways, guys, Whatever. just just want to say uh, thank you guys for coming out. Don't forget if you'd like to support the stream, retweets are appreciated. I'll go and drop that link in the chat. It is greatly appreciated. Shout outs to everyone in chat. Hopefully you guys are having a great day, night, evening, morning, wherever you are in the world. Uh, we got uh, basically one announcement today. Just quick and easy. We've got the retro Timberwolf T-shirts. And the Timberwolf Grid t-shirts in stock. It's on our store. I know some of you guys wanted to know when it was live. It is live for those that did the pre-orders. Your guys is in the mail if you have not got yours already. So make sure to check that out at uh, NoGutsNoGalaxyStore.com and boom. Um, so today's topic is actually one that you 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 brought up, Mama Bear, which, you know, it's a time or two has happened. But you're pretty passionate about. And I think it's uh, it's actually a really good topic. So uh, you want to kick it, kick it off there? Yeah, well, I mean, basically, we, we started the day kind of trying to decide what our topic was going to be today. Yes, we often don't discuss them literally till right before the podcast. But regardless, I mean, obviously, community warfare was an option. Uh, phase three, that's out there. You've been participating. I've been participating. Um, we have thoughts on that, but I don't think that's necessarily where we are going to go today. Although we can comment on it, you know, a little bit, but I think, I think we did that last week pretty well. Yeah, I think we covered it at least for now. And and obviously, I don't also I also don't want to say anything. We have no idea what literally we don't know what Russ is going to bring up Friday at the town hall. So there is a town ooh, hall Friday. Ooh, has that been announced? Uh, no, it, but it, it just is was. Happening. It just was. Yeah, there is a town hall. <laughs> Boom! Town hall. Days. That's uh, April 29th, the normal time. That's 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and so. I didn't. I have no idea what Russ is going to say, what he's going to bring up, um, what the 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 numbers are behind the scenes, etc. So I felt like we would number one be beating a dead horse, and number two, we might be just wasting our time because of what's going to be said on Friday night. So basically, what I've wanted to talk about for a while, and we've discussed this before. Phil and I have just talked about this, uh, just chatting. Um, you know, not necessarily as a as a topic, but uh, it's it's buckets and cues and all the things that we want in our beloved mech warrior online uh currently and and phil you can you can reiterate or, or correct me if i'm wrong but we have the solo queue uh random battles you have the group queue random battles and then you have the various queues within community warfare whether that be scouting missions or solo or full groups whatever so we have a lot of cues, a lot of buckets, a lot of things for people to do, which is great, but a lot of places for people to go. And if people tend to gravitate towards one of them, uh, then you have less people in the other cues. And we're, you know, not far from the potential of Solaris. Here's another cue, Solaris. Um, there's been talk of AI and PVE. So maybe there's P 
PVE options or co-op or whatever. The more we bring in, the more we're spreading ourselves thin as far as population goes. We have a small population, uh, very dedicated and hardcore population, but it's not, you know, it's not huge like World of Tanks or whatever. Um, so are we backing ourselves into a corner? Are we wanting so much that we're going to kill maybe the core of the game or not kill it, but or harm it or or whatever? You know, like there's people that are seriously frustrated right now having to wait 10, 20 minutes in uh, community warfare queues. And I get that. I totally understand. And we've talked about, you know, other games and what's happening. Uh, I played a lot of World of Tanks. There used to be a historical mode in World of Tanks. Um, basically, not enough people were playing it, so they axed it. Um, th now, playing Dreadnought today, you know, everybody's excited about Dreadnought, playing Dreadnought. There's literally, literally two queues in Dreadnought. There is random battles, arcade mode, whatever they call it. Uh, I forget, maybe it's not team deathmatch, but whatever. Anyway, there's that one where you have respawns, and then there's one where you don't have respawns. You kind of respawn in a fighter, uh, you know, a small ship or whatever, but it's it's as far as capital ships, you die, you lose it. Pretty much nobody in that second queue, which is the one I prefer. I like no respawns, um, but... You know, if it's not working, it's not working. Or, or if people aren't liking that, then it's going to go, you know, the way of the dinosaur. Uh, War Thunder, another one. They have uh, arcade mode, uh, historical mode, and realism, I think. I, I may not be getting all the terms correct. But regardless, again, arcade mode, tons of people playing all the time, quick matches. Uh, historical mode, or whatever it's called now, I don't care. Uh, less people playing, more time to get matches realistic mode good luck getting a freaking match the only people that play those are like the absolute hardcore and they don't mind or at least they'll deal with 20 minute cues i don't think 20 minute cues are reasonable so here we are we've got this whole you know we got everything we have in mwo we have all these things we want in the future what's it gonna mean what's 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 what are we gonna do about it and i'm sorry i, I know i went on for 10 minutes no, there, but you, Phil... you, you do you i, I, I talk enough <laughs> yeah, apparently. I mean, that's obviously you know it, i want everything too but what do we do to make it so that it well, works can I, I, can I even toss this out here what does it do to balance you well, know I mean... what is no and i i think if you look at we have solo right which was split from uh the group queue just in quick play had a huge shift in implications on balance right because uh, beforehand, you could only have a four-man group, and then that that went away. So now you have in group queue, and this is actually representation uh, representation of CW as well, right? Because you can have a twelve-man group in CW, which is actually a lot more lethal because you have more tonnage to play with. Considering a twelve-man is very very limited in group queue, but you have a twelve-man in CW that uh, per tonnage player against possible mixed groups. And when I look at this whole conundrum. The one thing I always worry about is, uh, do you have the players and, and player base to sustain that? Two, what does the implications for balance mean? And then three, what is the players, not balance, but what is their experience? Uh, and I feel like those three things. So if we, it, it, And on top of this, so CW3 came out last Tuesday, or yeah, Tuesday, last Tuesday. Um, it split the solo loyalist off and also uh, free freelancers, but then we've already got a hotfix coming out tomorrow, which is going to put those back into with groups. And, this is the second hotfix, by the way. And, yeah, and and yeah. I think the 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 thing with that is, and I, in the description, I do believe it has to do with population. Basically, there there's there's a problem, right? Is is not enough players in said queue, so the wait times get longer. And my only problem with this solos being mixed back in with groups is, again, the sort of idea of balance and then player expectations. Is it fun? Is it enjoyable? And it's just another queue, another bucket that they're removing a bucket at least, so that's good. But then what does it do to the balance and the, the player perspective? And I feel like what we have here is we have sort of a sacrifice of balance in the group queue. I would say solo queue in quick play is probably the most balanced queue in the game, which means the control on the outcome of the match is not in your favor always, and you're not always going to win, and you're going to have different varying skill levels, and you're going to have people that are running mechs that you don't necessarily deem worthy, or whatever it is, or just one small error and you lose a match, whatever. Group queue, that starts to shift. 
uh, dramatically uh, in favor of the player group size skill uh, on top of that. Any imbalances in any of the game modes or max and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, CW as well. Is now we have solos where, by the way, there's been multiple people have posted that have said, I came back and I've been enjoying the solo queue only in CW. That's about to be ripped out from under their feet. So I feel like we're in this weird conundrum of how much should the players get and what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, that's that's basically what you're saying is, oh, now here comes Solaris. Well, there's another well, we bucket. Have, yeah, we have a potential mess here, and I think we can do some forethought and maybe avoid some headaches or whatever. I'm just watching chat. There's a lot of people are talking about uh, respawns versus non-respawns. Um, it's funny because the, the gameplay style that I prefer, and this doesn't have to do with balance, but we'll get back to that. And that can be something you, you, you forward as far as this discussion goes. But I get that I'm kind of old school and that my preferred game style, it seems to me, at least with all the games that I play, my preferred game style is no longer popular, which is I like hardcore. I don't like respawns. Um, I like the game to be more difficult. I don't like typically, I don't like arcade modes unless I'm just totally fucking around and like have 20 minutes and, and, and I'm not gonna play serious. Um, but I like hardcore games. I like to play like I'm going, you know, that I like I wanna survive. What I see happen with respawn mode is that it changes player behavior and some of you are going to be yes that's exactly and i love it that way and fine i'm saying i'm probably in a total minority here but what i see for example and i'm going to use dreadnought as an example today is when you have respawns people become suicidal they just don't care they they're they're going to charge in there they're going to leroy i'm, I'm going to back gonna you. die i'm, I'm going to go on, you can you can defend it and they're going to just do it over and over again and i kept seeing that happen it, it and and the people with the most points also had the most deaths so it almost paid off to just freaking charge in there over and over. Now, this is in closed beta. Totally, gameplay could change or whatever. But I'm just using an example. I think that respawns, in my opinion, changes player behavior for the worse for what I like. But that, I, that's off totally topic. We're not talking about yeah. respawn. We're talking about... No, I know. We're, I we're talking about buckets. Check. And even yeah. then, I would say that's uh, that doesn't matter because you have one life in MWO and you have people that run off and die and would do that regardless. It's, yeah. it's the... That's true. It's the fact of you do not have control over what another player does and that at any given time frustrating as hell. And welcome to pretty much every yeah, multiplayer, yeah. any type every of game out there, every game out there and the and reason. and there's nothing you can do about it and that having that expectation that and and pointing a finger and say you're ruining this experience is sort of like a, a double negative because there's that's welcome that's the that's the freedom well, of a lot them, of free to play. Maybe ruining the experience for them. They want to play it their way. I want to play it my way or whatever. And so and maybe the two. Let, may let not me ask meet. you. Let me ask you a question. Well, what are some solutions here? Because we have a, a solo queue. Oh, by the way, we have actually multiple queues. Because in solo, by the way, you have tier one through three solo, and then you have a solo tier five through two. Right, so just in solo mode and quick play, you already have two. Now that can potentially go down to one, depending on the population of solo. Let's just say in a weird off time zone, the population gets low enough and people have to wait. So now you may only have one times uh, one uh, queue in solo. So you potentially could have a tier one player versus a tier five or tier four. Probably very rare because solo battles kick off left and right. Even group queue, you have multiple uh, levels. You have the exact same issue, but so you already have four buckets just in those two. Then you go to CW currently uh, until tomorrow. Currently, well, if you're using matchmaking as a bucket, then World of Tanks has a shit ton of buckets. Yeah, but that's know. that's that's right. a bucket. But, that is so technically kinda, yeah. It, no, it is because what you're doing is you're pulling X population out of any given moment out of being able to play with another group or, or another person or play. So now you have on top of that now you have CW where it doesn't have PSR. Uh, right, it doesn't have a skill, but you have solos or freelancers doing their own thing mixed with solo uh, loyalists, which is about to be removed tomorrow. But you throw in Solaris, then we have another bucket. Here, here's another thing that doesn't necessarily have to do with um, buckets, 
but it's sort of pertinent, and that is CW and being 24-7. Now, the reason I sort of see this as a, a big question mark, and I've been very vocal about this, is if you, Darren, if you play CW, and your clan or unit, your whatever you play for, wants you to participate 24-7, but you don't have all the time in the world, and they need you in X-Mech or whatever, well, you make more money in, in solo or group playing, right? And you're not, ex you're, but you're expected to be on uh, CW. And, and we have this thing where CW is literally a time sink and is the trade-offs amount of time you put into it worthwhile as a player and or as an individual unit to where you can get more C-bills and grind, you know, do whatever grind in the group queue and be a lot more successful. And I sort of feel like that does play in to player choices of whether or not I'm going to be in this queue or I'm going to be in this, which again, swings the balance of buckets. How many people are in this bucket and that bucket? And then you go to Solaris. Let's just say they keep CW how it is 24 seven. Then you introduce Solaris. That's more enticing potentially to higher skilled, mediocre skilled pilots to participate. Is it 24 seven as well? How many 24 seven queues where you want players to be constantly active in and is, is that the right approach to have buckets that are literally where we want you in this bucket 24-7 instead of group queue or solo queue? Is there room for both? I mean, how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, I feel like there's a solution out there, but it's no matter what, it's going to make some people happy and some people not happy. Um, I think it's an, it's a, it's a, well, okay, so here's my solution for that. I feel like solo queue is good keep solo queue essentially how it quick is play. now quick play solo you say yes. it's good quick okay. play solo queue random okay. battle solo queue i feel like random battles group queue now just bear with me all the way through the end of this and i know people are going to go crazy when i say some of this stuff but whatever i'm just i'm giving you an idea a possibility for a solution uh, and it can totally be edited and modified or whatever but this is in my mind this would work or at least be a starting tell, point tell us beard of wisdom tell us so uh solo group or solo random battles group random battles drop to four players or less in other words a lance is the max that you can have so how it in used random to be. battle group queues okay how it used to be and how it is in most you know similar free-to-play games okay three or four people in the group queue now everybody ah group what do i want i have five friends and i have 10 friends and 12 friends whatever so i think if we're going to keep community warfare 24 seven, and that's obviously something that is debatable or could be debatable, um, then therefore make the five plus man groups go to community warfare. That's where you can do the large groups. Now, people will say, well, but there's not enough people in there, you wait 20. Well, if all the five plus man groups are herded essentially to community warfare, you add more people to the queue and you get quicker matches. Okay, so kind of takes care of that thing. As far as, you know, I mean, obviously we have different things. You have the solo queue and community warfare. You have the scout missions. I don't know how to incorporate all should, that. Should the but... solos be incorporated in CW with all the issues it potentially causes or mixed group know. sizes? That, that's that's a debatable thing. And, and well, to we're, me, here, we're here sort of talking about buckets. No, I know. But, and, and so let's come back to that, okay? So I don't, I don't know on that. But I'm thinking at least heard the five plus man groups, which totally, in my opinion, throw off the balance in the random battle group queue, um, push them towards uh community warfare if you want to be an organized group if you want to play in 12 mans the big stuff or whatever uh larger groups head to community warfare so then what does that do for solaris in my mind solaris would be great for more like just status leaderboard maybe prizes at the end of each season or something like that do four seasons a year or whatever and but you don't earn c bills and experience so therefore if you're wanting to earn C-Bills and experience, you're still either having to play the random battles or you're having to play community warfare. So we populate people in there still for grinding up, getting their riches, whatever. And then Solaris is literally just for EPs and so forth and fun, of course, but it's not, you're not going there as an alternative to earn C-Bills or experience. I don't know if this is work. I know a lot of people want Solaris. I want Solaris, but that was literally just off the top of my mind last couple of days. I'm sure tons of you have thought better oh. solutions or whatever. But I just feel like if we're if we're putting solo people here, here, and here, and then groups here, here, and here, and here, it's just too spread out. And well, so, could I even can I toss that an idea? Could you technically? Uh, okay, so solo, 
the solo queue, regardless of what you just proposed, what we have now is the exact same. You could technically have a leaderboard for solos right now, a ranked queue, if you will. Now, granted, the what we were talking about a few podcasts ago, a town hall, the, the plus or minus zero sum factor would have to go in, right? So you'd go up in rank or you'd go down depending if you lose. But you could technically do that in solo. Now, group queue, as it currently stands, you couldn't do that with. If you went to a a two or three man group max or something like that, where you always had to have a group in the group queue to drop or something like that or whatever, you technically could do a leaderboard like that. But I still think one of the problems I see is you have multiple buckets that are trying to cater to too many things. Community warfare is trying to cater to the solo individual player that says, you, you're important, you matter, we want you to participate. But the reality of it is, is it creates a whole host of problems which again affects the player experience. It, it, it affects balance. Now, we talked about this on uh, multiple occasions off air, which is like World of Tanks. They don't have a 24-7 plan wars. They have a, you, you know, from a North American time zone on the North American server, you play from like what, 9 p.m. Eastern to like 12 or whatever. And you know, 24 hours ahead of time, who you're going to be dropping, who you're going to be dropping, uh, how many drops you have, what planets they are, what game modes they are, what any restrictions. And then the rest of the time, you go in the group queue or even ranking, and that's where you, you guys are. So it doesn't force you to be 24-7. And that minimizes the bucket load on their clan wars. And I feel like should, that doesn't cater, by the way, to individual pilots. Now, that doesn't mean you can't drop in small groups, by the way. What that means is, for instance, I made this example yesterday. In World of Tanks, how they have it, if you have three battles, right? You potentially don't give a shit about a battle A, battle B, but you care about battle C in the territory. So that's where you load up your best, you know, like let's just say mech warriors and, and you focus on. But the other two, you don't want those necessarily to be freebies. So you may drop two or three people on them. And if they, you know what I'm saying? Like that. So anyways, I, I just feel like the notion of solo players and or the ability to have mixed groups and not really actual units out there. I just feel like it's catering too much and it creates issues of balance and player experience because what did we see? Player experience. Oh no, street crows, you know, solo people are just murdering. But then you have group units that are like street crows doesn't really matter if you're organized and you're dropping with other mechs. But it's the fact of, so I just see all these problems where group queues trying to cater towards big groups. Solo queue is in good position right now, but it used to not be. Right. I mean, so I just feel like too many buckets. It's just too many buckets. No doubt about it. Real quick. I just want to let everybody know that this is while Phil and I do work for Piranha Games, uh, we are only discussing our opinions right now. Uh, it does not necessarily reflect the opinion of PGI. Nope. Um, this is just our experience. We've been playing the, the patch just like you guys have been and, uh, you know, just relaying how we feel about it. But anyway, um, Russ knows how I feel about group Q. Trust yeah, me. I mean, we've, talked about this before. we've talked about this with Russ before. We've even talked about, you know, doing the community warfare the way uh, World of Tanks does Clan Wars, which is interesting. I jumped over into World of Tanks over the last couple of weeks. I've been talking to some of my friends that are still there, still playing Clan Wars. They've drastically overhauled Clan Wars. And in a lot of people's minds, it's for the worse. So, but it's still scheduled and they've always had it that but, way. Uh, let's, let's go on a limb here. If, MWO and PGI did say CW is only for units. It would piss off a lot of people, but I feel like that's one that that's a problem in itself because well, there's what is the alternative? There's nothing we can do to right? fix the solutions without pissing people off. There's literally nothing. There's, there's <laughs> you nothing we you can do, do. You reduce group down to just four mans. You're pissing someone off, oh, right? Yeah. And and that's the thing is at what point in time is it just like. But literally, if all you do is make decisions that make everybody happy, then we will have literally all these different queues and not enough people to fill the buckets. And is that ultimately going to make people happy? Sometimes, as a developer, you've got to make the grown-up decision and do what's better for the game in the long run. And that's going to be the hard thing because, uh, you know, we don't want to piss off the player base or whatever. So it's really coming up with the best solution that makes the least amount of people angry. Um, but I think the most important thing is the best solution for the long run. We we well, do want our is it, is it we best do want these things. Is it best solution for the game? Is it best for lo solution for balance and or player experience? Because 
all three of those factors come into play and i feel like that's a freaking checkers and game yeah that, that's a chess game russ has to play is saying if i do x to said q or if i do x to said group or if i make then he's got to deal with the repercussions of i mean sort of like uh you know mechs coming out oh i want to refund you know screw you you know blah 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 and then that's affecting the bottom line and and whether or not people like to to hear that that's a reality is he has to worry about the bottom line which is is this a decision affecting our income and that is something you talk to any game developer that is an underlying factor and if anybody says that's not they're they're bullshitting you it is a huge factor uh, I do want to be clear when we're talking about reducing the group queue to four mans, that doesn't mean four V four. That just means the largest group in that queue can be four. Well, so let, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, mm -hmm. Last time we had um, a PTS, we had four man, eight man battles. And how many literally remember this? It was the next day. How many people were saying we want an eight man queue? And then Russ came on the town hall and said, we're not really thinking about that. That is something to me that's intriguing, which is if you have such a huge Volk minority that says we're digging this 4v4, we're digging the 8v8. Is that something to potentially look into? I mean, to me, look from a gamer, is it is it valid? I mean, what would it do to... The, the group queue or what 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 workload would that do because i mean just removing uh the people down to eight uh eight v eight again really i mean you would have to fix spawn locations and a few things for matchmaker i assume but it wouldn't be the end of the world and if anything it would give you more matches potentially because right less people on per match right so yeah but also i mean we don't know the big the full picture on that so yes people like the 8v8 thing but that or the 4v4 but that might have just been because it was different and a change of pace we've been playing this game for three four years so anything different is like ooh, you know for a while and then so then how long until people are like i want 12v12 or whatever because then that's different i don't know um i think that definitely we should look into it and and that you know there were enough people saying they liked it um CK16, thank you for subbing for three months in a row. Thank you for the support, dude. Guys, let's um, give him some some gizmos in chat. Yeah, let's some give gizmos. him some gizmos. Maybe a Is beer. Given now. Well, it depends on, like, I mean, if it's like coffee. if it's like twenty months, coffee we're like, months. give him the beard. He yeah. he deserves the beard. But you know. Anyway, thanks, CK. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's that that that's the thing. We didn't go into this knowing the answer. We just knew that it was a lot of questions, and you know, like we mentioned, we're just. We're however many months or next year or whatever away from Solaris. I don't know what that is. I don't know what the status of that is. Um, but we're just going to be adding more things, PVE, co-op possibilities all down the line. We got to figure out a way to make it so that all these queues are populated and people are getting matches and there's not a lot of crazy frustration. But, but, I, but I feel like there there are some answers there, which is if if you – now – from a strictly and maybe objective, just game game balance. I you know I've been on this rant for the longest time, which is having four plus man groups. You know, then you see in CW that the huge shift of imbalances between uh, you have a, a, a potential mixed group against a full group and all this, and and that doesn't necessarily change. By the way, even with World of Tanks, right per per se, you could have a four man or five man group drop, and they're facing twelve man because territory A or whatever battle team you know 12 man actually wants to win or whatever are you um, talking about community or yeah or community like cw warfare? even yeah. if you did that but i'm just looking at the big picture is people are like oh yeah fuck yeah solaris and this and that and which is awesome but what does that be careful what, what does it what does for. that do because again my big issue is you have community warfare right here in the, in this hand and it expects you to be on there 24 7 and one of the problems is with territory swapping hands you have different time zone time zone warfare that's occurring where planet a swaps hands when you go to bed you wake up and it's in someone else's hands or the attackers were doing really well and hey you know and i just feel like the only problem with that though is if you were to split that that means you have to have another regional server for uh europe well, do they have the population to have that sustainable and stuff? I mean, and then, I mean, you just get into what about Oceanic? Sorry, Aussies, you guys just get screwed. You know, like, I, I feel like CW and all the buckets and 24-7 that it causes would only conflict more so with a Solaris that's potentially where a lot of players would want to be, especially competitive players and, and high-skilled players where you may have a solo 1v1, you may have, I mean, and that even offers up another 
potential problem. How many more buckets would Solaris potentially add? What about a co-op? Are they going to introduce co-op? Is it going to be PvE down the road? Are we even talking about the same game? Would MechWarrior Online, is it one of those things where Russ says in like, let's just say two years, hey guys, I'm about to drop a bomb on you. Boom, here's, you know, MechWarrior Universe or whatever the next title and it has multiplayer, you know, and it's using the next Unreal. I don't know. I mean, and that's the type of thing. I'm just looking at it as currently, I feel like we have way too many buckets and way too much choice and it causes X balance of uh, player ex experience, balance, and... I... It's hard because number one, all these other games that are coming out, for the most part, um, they don't have the history and the lore behind them. Now, of course, can't really say that about World of Tanks because you know real it's history loosely anyway. based on reality. But what I'm, the point I'm getting at is that we have, you know, you have MWO uh, casual players, lots of them, lots and lots of them, and you have. MWO Battletech enthusiasts, plenty of them, um, and maybe even the ones that are supporting the game uh, for everybody else. I don't know, but anyway, my point is, you're you're constantly having to balance between making the game as playable and as fun as it can possibly be under the circumstances. In other words, what we're talking about now, the group queues and and the amount of buckets that you get in and how long it takes to uh, get into a match and so forth. That's just quality of life as far as a game goes. And you want that to be as positive as possible, but it's not always about time and not always about simplifying. In fact, plenty of people within my gamer groups feel like the gaming industry is going in the wrong direction. Everything is being simplified, just flat out simplified. You'd look at the big developers the games are putting out and I hear a lot of complaints. Now, again, this is from my gaming groups that everything's just getting dumbed down. And so there's plenty of people that want even MWO to get more uh involved more logistics you hear that all the time more lore more logistics but then watching chat here you got people saying that the news new user experience is atrocious which i understand it, if you come into this and you're not a battletech tech warrior fan for a decade or more you know whatever and uh it's a totally different experience than the rest of us who've been playing mechs forever so what did i just say basically that it's just you know it, it's a confusing situation it's not easily solved in my opinion and and there's a lot of people to pay attention to that are on absolute it's like republicans and democrats man absolute opposite sides of the fence will not listen to each other and somehow you got to make everybody well, or the most people happy and i think another thing to sort of say is what decisions do does pg have to do because we we've, we've just basically agreed me and you both that any decision direction they go in they're going to piss someone off and then on top of that someone could say well why don't you just ask the community the community doesn't know his ass from its elbow because you're going to have just a split uh, thoughts. I mean, it does. It's going to be one side says, I want this. And the other side says, no, you're a moron because I want this. And so, you know, and it could be for whatever reasons and all the in between. I mean, it's even like mean your mean your opinion. It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things at all. It's not like our opinion is weighted more. It's just the fact of if you look at try to look at it as objectively as possible, there are definitely some hard decisions that have to be made, or at least if they're not made, we can see the potential implications of the said outcome. And I don't know, it, it's one of those where I remember and the reason why this is so memorable from the split from solo to group, which I think and I, I still believe was the, the best route, except for it went from four man groups all the way up to 12. And I remember that day because I went on my honeymoon and I was under the impression um, because in the patch notes or ahead of time, right, we were told, oh, it's going to make group queue and solo, you know, sort of like blah, blah, blah. But then when I came back, it was four to 12. And I still think that had large ramifications for balance and players experience. And that sort of is catered over towards CW. So I don't know, man. Um, CW, I wonder how many people would be pissed off if they couldn't be a solo player anymore. But is that I you is know, that acceptable feel... to you as a as a player? Like who who you played competitively in World of Tanks, like a lot. Is that acceptable? Well, I mean, it's I, acceptable, unacceptable. I don't know if those are the 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 questions. I think it's just more like I feel it's going to have to get to some a point where we have some tough love. Um, and my feeling on this, again, my personal feeling is that 
community warfare is really meant to be a team thing. It's meant to highlight, focus on cooperative team play. And while I totally, totally freaking understand people wanting to drop it in solo, and maybe there's a solution for that, I feel like it should default to community warfare is the group thing. And that's why I think that the random battle group queue should be four players or less, and anybody wants to do five players or more on a team should be herded to community warfare. That's just one idea. I'm not saying this is the best idea. Yeah, no, no, no. And I get you, and and I agree. I think there does have to be tough love. I'd even go even longer in saying currently with CW, faction warfare, whatever you want to call it, we have multiple buckets in that, which is the different factions. And I was under the impression it would be more clan versus IS. And I feel like that's another sort of sticking point, which is in this timeline you basically had the clans invading and everyone sort of banded together IS side and was like, Hey, we're going to hold off on confrontations between us because God, can you imagine that? Because you, you already sort of have that per se, like, okay. So my unit right now is on a Davian contract. Now we're, we're almost over, but I just did it just for the, the initial creation of the unit. The problem lies is I can only, engage in battles with just Davion versus whoever. And right now it's like Liao, right? Now I can participate and have my unit participate in all the clan border battles, but I can't help out with Steiner versus, you know, uh, Free World League or whatever. And I just feel like you basically have all these other buckets just get rid of and just have a few contested planets at a time. I don't know, again, the logistics, but... It should be IS versus clan globally across the board. And I think if it was even, because we don't need, we have population, like, I just feel like that's another contentious thing that it creates so many buckets. And do we really need as many buckets as that? Why not just have, say, clan versus IS? It's about clans invading and IS getting their shit together and banding together. And why have all these other borders and i was sort of under the impression that was cw when they said consolidate sort of planets and stuff i was sort of under the impression that's they were going more is versus clan there's no reason for the other border politics maybe at said time they say hey now that population is geared we'll start opening it up maybe for whatever um but i don't know that's a pretty big change in itself uh to what they have right now so Forced induction. Forced induction sounds like he's new to MWO. He's not new to Mech Warrior. He's saying because earlier I referenced that some people are having uh, you know issues with the new player experience. He's saying his new player experience wasn't that he couldn't figure out how to play Mechs um, as he is a, a Mech Warrior veteran, but it was about the grind, and he feels the grind is too brutal. Um, just would like to point out, forced induction. We get told all the time that the grind is better than most games. Um, not it's saying different. that it is. It's, I'm it's not a saying different that it is or it isn't, but I'm just saying for every uh opinion like yours there's somebody on the other side um that is saying the opposite um and so i'm not i'm not saying your opinion well, doesn't counter the it grind to true, get into cw is a little bit different because you at least no, i know he's you at least saying, need four max modules if you don't have modules and if you don't have said max he's made 20 million c bills built one mech how do you play cw the answer is uh the trial mechs the trial mechs are actually good builds you can use them in cw no, you, you know what you the answer is this is a tough love you shouldn't be playing cw and and that's well, yeah. that's that's the <laughs> I, problem i agree with that actually that's the problem is no one wants to say you as an individual should not be playing one you don't For have example, enough experience you, you, you play uh, world of tanks you're not playing shit in one week <laughs> two weeks a month as far as clan wars you know and i get people are not going to want to hear that Fuck you i want to play community warfare but join a reality unit. is reality. I mean, yeah, you've got to join a unit. I mean, and, and that is what I feel. Um, maybe it's not the answer. And I think it's, it's you have similar uh, viewpoint, Phil. Um, but yeah, I just don't feel that's the problem. We are saying, hey, so everything's open to everybody all the time, 24 hours a day. And we're just not feeling the it, cue. It, so it I, was it was very interesting and a humbling moment last week when I was playing CW. It was it was patch day and I had solo. I was a freelancer at the time and I had solo scout missions all night. And then one time I got a regular invasion mode. We were defending Q. Now it was crazy because all of us were solo freelancers versus a Davian 12. It was, there were solos as well, loyalists. And it was crazy because the comms I heard, you had people asking, what do I do? And that's not necessarily an indication of bad. It's just the fact of, 
you had guys that had never played CW before that they saw a call to arms, they clicked on it, and boom, they're in CW. And I guess this is we're we're on the topic of buckets here because I think it's very pertinent. But I don't think that said player or said players, any solo individual, should be in community warfare. Now that brings me to my next question: Is CW the competitive sort of scene for MWO? And when you use the term competitive, by the way, some people take it as like a an in, you know site of you know, like you have to be Uber, you know, SGR, top of the, you know, blah, 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 EMP, you know, all the whole two to it, all those guys. No, what we'll I'm saying is competitive. competitive where it's uh, balanced and even. And that, for instance, you know, for the most part, you're going to get 12 v 12 sort of matches. And that said team A knows what the hell is going on. And said team B knows what the hell is going on. And either or could potentially win the match at the very beginning. And I think that is sort of the pertinent thing is right now you have a 12-man group that can drop and they freaking group stomp 24-7 or pug stomp. And that's why I was okay with solos being pulled out at the very beginning because they're just cannon fodder. And to me, that's not appropriate. That ruins the... How many people do we know that have stopped playing CW because of that? And then on top of that, it's... The repetitive sort of game modes where in CW, which again, it, it's just sort of another big slap in the face to newer players where they're just getting killed off right, is you've got lanes and strategies and stuff that solo players are going into not prepared whatsoever, and they're just getting raffle stomped. Like, and it's that's not enjoyable. And and I and I feel like that is one of the problems of having those buckets of saying, hey, solo player, yeah, you should be able to participate in all this. And then it's like, you know... Well, enjoy your experience. Uh, forced induction. I'm good. I'm going to say, you know, actually, those trial mechs were designed by the community, so they're as close to being basically meta mechs as we can get right now. The, the, I'm sure there'll be another pass on those trial mechs, but honestly, uh, you're not getting stomped because of of that. Um, I'm going to say, with what you just said there that i don't think community warfare is where you should be and hey right now it's in the game and, and if you want to play it you play it um but i just don't think that community war warfare well, my personal opinion is that it's a new year's experience it, it's or should it's, be. it's it's him saying hey i'm actually decently skilled that has nothing to do with it you're not losing because of uh, modules and meta you're losing because the other team potentially has a lot more communication organization and know-how about the game and the game modes which yes. again, so for instance, and we're talking which about comes with time, experience, we, yeah, and, getting and, in a unit, learning things, and your experiences may be very minute. Whereas maybe you've never actually dropped against a twelve man, and you could say, well, how often is that, or how often is it? And that's what we're talking about is sort of the the I guess the norm or extremes. Well, I wouldn't even say norm or extremes is sort of the idea that twelve men should be out there. You know, I mean, they're going to be dominant. So it's one of those where. I just feel that catering towards and creating all these buckets creates other problems, which has to do with balance and player experience. And if player experience, it's destroyed, you're not going to have anybody stay like how, like, and then on top of that, like I said, how many people um, have we talked about that don't play CW because the game modes are very just, I've got, here's your lane one, here's your lane two, here's your lane three, potentially. And you've got wall A and turrets, and it's let's say there's no dynamic to the maps. Like, whereas you, you but you, devil's advocate, there's people out there that prefer that mode too. Yeah, there's people yep. on both sides. So yep. yeah, I, but I don't think I've ever heard anybody say I enjoy getting my ass stomped by a twelve yeah. man because I'm a solo or I'm a, I'm a mixed you know three four man group. And that's I where that. I say is well then what is the solution and is the solution something that you're not going to like just because it potentially excludes you or we can say you know what you need to join a unit and the one thing I will say and I said this last week which is I freaking love the leaderboards for CW right now faction yep. warfare because if you say hey that unit that's win loss ratio it's kill death ratio I want to be a part of that so you're going to potentially try to contact a recruiter or whatever and get into that unit and that's what i feel like people should be doing it shouldn't be this you know cater and creating all these buckets and problems because it's almost it's almost like not necessarily this it's the solo players that have demanded i want to participate 
but it ruins the other solo players that have no idea and they enter and you know they get they it's funny unfortunately the 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 people that are going to be watching this podcast later or listening to it they can't see chat because i mean chat (laughs) is just for me this is why this is such a hard problem issue and solution is because everybody just freaking disagrees I mean, you have people in there that agree with each other, but everybody's freaking disagreeing. And no, my my perspective, (laughs) my opinion is the one that matters. No, my perspective and my opinion, no, you know, and it's just nonstop, which I'm not, again, I'm sitting here saying my perspective. I just happen to have the platform. Um, You know, so I think we've covered this as much as you and I can. Why don't we see if there's some people, maybe we can reiterate some of the things that are being said, see if you can find something that's interesting, maybe answer some of the questions from live chat before uh we close out today's podcast a lot of opinions and this is something that you know most of the people that are here watching the podcast are pretty diehard mwo fans or just MechWarrior battletech fans or whatever and so we got to keep that in mind that we probably don't have as many of the casuals here but obviously a lot of opinions and passion about this game and well, the battletech could, could, could i even propose something is what even though, yes, this is our opinion, Darren, we also have a different perspective per se than some, because we do ask, like, for instance, why aren't you playing CW? We asked that to Bandit recently, right? And he gave us a clear and reasonable answer, right? He doesn't like lanes and he doesn't like 20 minute cues. Right. And yep. so then you could say, hey, you just participated in solo, never seen you play again. Why aren't you playing in CW? Well, I don't like getting my ass stomped and I have no, and the rushing out of the gates and just literally spawn killing us. Understood, right? And I listen and I hear everything I say or everything they say. And that's just sort of what's coming out from this discussion, which is it's not necessarily always my experience. It's others that I've talked to. And then not just others that I've talked to, that when you hear the same thing being repeated multiple times in this sort of you know secular cycle where it's just like okay then obviously there's something going on there and i think with all this i'll be the first one to to admit it's a tough decision like it <laughs> like everyone's like you know paul russ paul i wouldn't want to be in their shoes just because they make a decision and someone's going to get pissed off. Look at the, look at the um, Twitter discussion that happened. Now, granted, some people are like, well, you shouldn't be on Twitter. That's a whole nother discussion. 45 tons from 55 tons. Just asked. That's all he asked. He wasn't saying, hey, guys, I'm making this decision tomorrow. He just asked whether or not you agreed with it or you liked the idea. But just how many different opinions you had about it. Even in the, the veteran community and guys that have been around for, for years, you, you literally had a completely, and, and that's where it's really tough with all this being said is it's just our opinion, guys. It doesn't really mean shit in the, in the big grand scheme of things. So if you disagree with us, that is completely fine. It is all right. We understand. Ortha comes from Side Strafe Stream. Um, welcome, Ortha, into the community. Uh, TK, I think you're misunderstanding what he's saying there, but basically he's saying that if you have a competitive corner of your game or, or sec area of the game. Uh, we shouldn't be excluding people from that. We should make it inviting to them and teach them how to play uh, the the competitive aspect. Now, I get what you're saying, Ortha, and, I, and I'm not saying that your opinion doesn't matter or that's not correct, but my feeling is that's like saying, um, I don't know, this could be a bad example, but like, you know what, let's just let everybody play pro football. Uh, to me, that's gonna make the experience less it's not like i do feel like some things in life have to be earned and deserved um now of course we're talking about a a video game and 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 not jobs in real life or whatever but i don't just think that necessarily and it depends on the game and 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 the build or whatever everything should be available for everybody i do think that there's things that you need to work hard to achieve or get into a group to be able to do or whatever i don't so I understand what you're saying, but I do disagree. Well, I think that it's it's like group key right now. You could say could potentially be a lot more competitive, but one of the things missing from that is the fairness, right? The balance of it is said group versus said group. And what I do get what he's saying though is saying that you know potentially you could teach people. It's like sort of uh, why is this meta? Why is this mech min max setup working? Why is this group you know setup of these mechs so dominant? 
and understanding the mechanics behind it. Short laser time, heat gen, the, the poke ability of, you know, right side, but left where side setup. training? Well, you have to play and, and, and that's Join the a sort group. of, yeah, well, or you just, you're very, I mean, yeah, you can you know, YouTube like, videos and watch streams and, and do solo research or whatever and figure it out. You can certainly do I, that. But I, joining a group is like the fastest. How many, how many, how many people, stuff. look, at the end of the day, and the tournament's going to be interesting, and I think it's going to highlight this. How many, some groups are already calling who's going to win or whatever. But at the end of the day, how many people actually put in the time and effort of some of these groups that are out there playing in MRBC? Arhad and all this where yes you may have certain top teams out there but guys they got there because literally they're like right now there's there's groups that we know that they have they have mandatory practice nights and it's one of those where how many times have we or at least on streams I can't even count how many times have I heard a comment that necessarily has to do with because you didn't want to put in the time or you don't accept the fact of this particular setup min max or this particular tactic is is really effective and you just want it for whatever reason to try to level the playing field there is no level playing field they're good because they they, they train over and over and over again and the reason i think that's important is i think ortho that's what i saw out of that question which is how do you promote that well you, it some of it is intrinsic like you have to want the need. That's why you don't have professional footballers everywhere or basketball players, right? Is because not everyone. It's easy to do. Like, everyone will be doing it. Well, technically, you could, right? A yeah. lot of people <laughs> have the potential out there. They're just lazy, or they have other things. They have other, yeah. not even lazy. I take that back. They have other priorities in life, and well, I will say some people are lazy, but they have other priorities in life that take precedence over being a professional athlete or being, you know potentially a top sport a top you know mwo player and you know what does that hold and blah 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 so i feel that um i and i also see like uh even though i know we're not we're sort of off the top of of buckets now but i see this term and sort of statement is we should concentrate more on new players i feel like this is a very weird topic just because there's only so much you can do as a developer and the reason why, and especially in MWO, is because it is such a complicated game. There's so many layers to it. And then on top of that, the difficulty of actually, uh, one, being successful at the game. I think that's actually one of the key things is, you know, being a teacher. It was, does the kid have success playing the sport? And then success doesn't necessarily mean they're winning. Do they understand the, the rules, the, the refereeing? Do they understand the boundaries, the tactics, the cues of playing whatever sport? That could be success in itself. But it's the idea that, um, I was totally, I just totally lost it there for a second. Brain fart? Yeah. But it's just the fact of yeah. new player experience. Some people expect this huge gr- Look, MWO is a complicated game. Like, And if you don't think it is, take a step back and look like at a normal, look at Battlefield. You know, look at, you know, CSGO, look at, you know, World of Tanks, you know, to a certain extent. And then you you bring a new player in, um, your, uh, your buddy Journeyman, when he made the transition over, he had a little bit different experience. Why? Because he played tanks, he understood the sort of situational awareness and stuff like that. But it still was a completely different experience. And I feel like player retention is something where um, it's not... You're not going to capture everyone. It's a free-to-play title, too. That's another thing. How many people bounce from one game to the other just because they're that's they're gamers, and that's how it is. So, Well, we're constantly told, constantly. I'm coming back to this after three months, six months, a year, whatever. People are always going away, coming back. And it's, it. why would it be any different? It's the same uh, thing I'm doing with all the games that I play. There's, you know, a good five to ten games that I'm constantly going back. Maybe there's updates, maybe whatever. My friends are back into it. And so, you know, retention is different for for these free-to-play games and other games. But, yeah, the new player experience, I do agree that there's only so much that we can do as the developer to make that, to ease that experience. But there is more that we can do than we've done so far. And hopefully that continues to develop. More in-game tutorials, um, in-game tutorials for the Mech Lab, in-game tutorials for Community Warfare, whatever. But in the meantime, that that responsibility but, but does can you and that's the thing though is can you stop someone from taking a set build just because they enjoy it and of, of course, course someone else points at him and be like oh you shouldn't take that set up because you know that's horrible oh you see you these know? all the time you get right people, but that's so what... there's people that play just they don't care i'm taking this marauder 
because this is lore. But I feel like that that, that, that crosses over. Saying you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, but that that crosses over with well, that person, you know, they're you know, they're not getting enough training, or they, you know, they have no idea. Or they just there's going to be people that just don't f and care. <laughs> they don't want the most optimal meta build. They're just logging on for half an hour, want to play, and they don't give a rat's ass. And about and what's and I see the other side of the story, which and I, and I think this is also to be honest, why a lot of actual like top tier players want sort of a ranked queue is because when you drop solo, you don't know if the guy to your left and right knows jack shit. I mean, really, yep. you, you don't know. And he may be on his fifth beer. He made whatever. He, he's got a kid yelling in the background. He doesn't give a shit. He had a long day at work. He just wants to blow stuff up. I, I do feel a lot of, you know, like top tier players want that ranked queue. Also, not only so they know the guy to my left or right knows what the hell they're doing, but also for the steam and stuff like that. Um, a little bit more competitive matches, you know, and stuff like, uh, you know, where again, you know, it's a, it's a different type of mentality, but yeah, you can't necessarily control, uh, another player's actions. And, um, yeah. No, and it, and that drives me crazy in every game. That I Leroy Jenkins. Dude, right? I mean, literally going back to Dreadnought today. I mean, it's literally only a five-person team, 5v5, I think. Yeah, 5v5. Just those two players that weren't on our team because we had a group of three. It was driving me insane. People just doing the dumbest things. Now, do I do dumb things? Sure, all the time. But it just, yeah, the <laughs> lack of control in these, these free-to-play uh, you know, group arena games or whatever can be insane. But anyway, we have gone all over the place off topic. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to uh, bring up from chat? Uh, no, I, I mean, like I said, it's our, awesome. Our... Thank you all for being here. I mean, we've got 122 people right we now. Do. We do. A lot of great uh, familiar faces. No, no. And... I, again, I, I think it's one of those where <sighs> my main concern with the buckets is just the idea of in the near future, what potential game modes and or other attributes are coming, that's going to add more buckets. We already see, and with the hotfix tomorrow, obviously the CW change for solos and groups created a bucket problem. But also, why are more people not in faction warfare? Well, we've heard, we've had our ear to the ground. I've been experiencing it. Of, and I can tell you why. Well, this could be a potential game breaker for you know a lot of people because of this. And it removes those people from bucket and puts them in this. So... It's one of those things where I think tough love needs to happen. Two, I think people need to understand decisions they make you may not agree with and or like, but it may be better for the game. And that's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. And, um, you know, it's one of those where, you know, sorry, you know, but I don't know. Oh, well, it'll be interesting. By the way, we totally have no idea what Russ is going to say on Friday about this. And so that's why Darren said at the very beginning where some of this may just totally be irrelevant because Russ says, hey, we've sat down and we're going to be doing this and this is sort of the roadmap for the next like month or two or three. So, yeah. Yeah, we were going to chat with him today, but uh, because of the hotfix and schedule, we weren't able Except to. Except for a so. new chat system. That needs to happen like tomorrow. That better tomorrow. be a part of the hotfix. That, that is... That is completely true. Anyways, guys, just want to say thank you guys for coming out here. Thank you to Aces Poo five months in, five a, row. Months in a row. Thank you for resubbing, Mech Bro. Much appreciated, guys. Let's give them some love in the chat. Uh, I just want to say again a big thank you to our live listeners. You guys are awesome. Thank you again for coming out here. Our community, uh, new and oldish, or old in Darren's case. By the way, that old man right over there turns like 432 next month. I don't know if you guys hey, see this. Hey, May, dude, is our both of our it birthdays. Is, it is. That is sort of funny. And side straight. That May is, is a good it's, month for it's, birthdays. It's, it's a great month. And, of yeah. course, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to all of our subs and followers on the Twitch channel. Thank you guys so much for your support. Our Patreons, guys. And, by the way, if you guys are interested in supporting uh, NGNG, you, there's a few ways you can do it. One, down below, you can click that follow button. Goes a long way. Retweet, follow us on Twitter, YouTube, all that if you enjoy the content. And of course, you can become a subscriber and get emoticons like Gizmo, Thumbs Up, Boom, The Beard, you know, and a few of me that are a little weird. Um, and it goes a long way. And of course, check out our Patreon page too. And uh, yeah, I just want to say, um, oh, by the way, speaking of Patreon, we will be updating ours in the near future because that guy right there and fam have decided to move out here. So, with that being said, we will be looking at getting an office space and some type of studio and set up 
and I'm sure we'll let you guys know, and our, our Patreon will be updated so you guys can help uh, help us achieve our goals. But uh, We're definitely going to be doing a lot, lot more. We have all kinds of cool plans, but uh, yeah, we're, we're a month, two away or whatever. But um, anyway, yeah, thank you all. Earth Talker just says he just ordered the Battle Talk Tech tabletop box set. Awesome, Earth Talker. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Battletech community. And of course, uh, just want to say thank you to all of you guys out here. It really is. It's awesome seeing you guys. Zuduka, thank you for following the channel. And uh, guys, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. No, I'll probably hey, see Bandit you tomorrow. says his t-shirt is arriving tomorrow. It is. What, what t-shirt is that again? It's, Maybe this, we should... it's this one right here. It's the Timberwolf, the Pixel. You're wearing the Atlas one. I'm wearing the Atlas right there. Oh, uh, yeah. So there's that. There's that. I'm petting. My Atlas head is hidden under the beard. I'm, I'm petting my Mad Cat. Don't mind me. All right, guys, this was your local No Cats, No Galaxy Mechware podcast. Signing off for tonight, this is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, MechWarriors. Oh, we almost had it in sync there. That, that was nifty. That was almost. Almost. We'll get it one day. One day. When, when we're in person, it'll be easy. Yeah, high fives. That'll be easy.